Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we're in this series called Living in Victory. Why? Because we're called as Christian people to live victorious because of what Jesus has done for us in terms of his death and resurrection and taking away any hindrance between us and God. Nothing can stop us from living and walking in a relationship with God. Well, Jesus in Matthew chapter 5, 6 and 7, when he was on the earth, we, we read this section of the scriptures, which often is referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus gathered his apostles and his disciples and he teaches them what the kingdom of God is all about and how they are meant to live. And he basically says, well, this is how you do this and this is how you do this and this is how you approach this. And one of the areas where Jesus comes along and says to us that we need to be careful is in listening to people who would take us in the wrong direction. Now, many of you in your prayer life, and keep in mind the daily, daily devotions about our prayer, is that many of us have come across people who've wanted us to do things, behave in certain ways, and we felt unpeaceful. Many of us have come across people who've wanted that for us, and what they can point to is success. And even if you look at their lives, sometimes at the surface level, it looks like they have a lot of things going. And yet we can be left with a sense of unpeacefulness that what has to be done to achieve that is not what we should do. And sometimes we can end up not being the person God calls us to be. We're not living victorious. Well, let's have a read of where Jesus talks about this in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7. And in verse 15, he says this. He says, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. Again, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. In other words, be careful of people who come along and say, you should do this and you should do this and this is the right thing to do. There are people who want you to do things for their benefit, not your benefit. And it can help and it can cause you to lose that sense of peacefulness, lose that sense of even living in victory. In verse 16, it goes on and says, You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns? No, from vines. Uh, or figs from thistles? No, from fig trees. In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus you will know them by their fruits. So uh, it, it's incredibly important that we realize that, that, that sometimes what people want from us is not what's for our benefit, but for their benefit. Uh, for example, um, when I first was asked to do television in America, uh, it was not something I was familiar with. Having done television elsewhere, I, it, it's, it's very different. The American television Christian industry is a, an industry. And in it, there are extraordinary holy men and women. I mean, extraordinary, whose goal is to serve humanity and bring the kingdom of God alive. But also, there are some people whose goal in being in it and, and who are in it, who you would hardly call Christian when you got to know them. Even though they can speak Christian language, they speak in that language that you would think, oh, that's religious language. When you get to know them, that's not their motivation. They're in it for what they can get out of it. 
And I remember some of those people who came around me in those early days when I didn't know much and said to me, oh, listen, Bruce, you can make a lot of money. I mean, look at you. You're a Catholic person. You're a lay person. You know, you've got something to say. You know, you've got a family. Gee, that's a bit different. You're going to make a lot of money and we can help you make a lot of money and we'll make a lot of money. And I remember immediately feeling like that's not right. It wasn't where I'd been from. See, my background had been with Catholic priests in my parish who'd taken vows of poverty, who had decided to go without in order that I could know Christ. The, the, the religious brothers who taught me at school were men who also had taken vows of poverty. They were going without in order that I could know Christ. And I never went into, the, in, into ministry at all to be rich, as many of you know. I've always given things away for free or, and allowed people just to give and, and live, live off that. I've done nearly a thousand nights in Catholic parishes and I've never charged for one and just, and just allowed us to receive whatever we receive. And sometimes that can be scary living, but I've never felt that that's what God asked me to do. And here was some people coming to me and pressurizing them and saying, you can make money, you can make money. That's not me. It's not what God's asked of me. And, and, and there are many people in our lives who come along and talk to us in our jobs, in our, about family, uh, about the things that we do. And what they're saying to us is, listen, you could achieve this. You could be this. You could have this. And when you hear it, something within you is unpeaceful. And what we have to look more deeply, what Jesus is saying is, look at the fruit. Look at the fruit. I know a businessman that I was very proud of. He, he had the opportunity to go into a business and he would have to do some things to get there. And he made a decision he wouldn't do them because it wasn't him. And it cost him a lot to not do that. But he wanted to be faithful to who God called him to be. See, see are the voices in your life, are the voices in your life leading you to live in victory? Or are the voices in your life leading you to live in a place that takes you away from God and who God calls you to be. What some of these people wanted me to do in television, I wouldn't do. And in the end, I took my programs off television in those places because it wasn't who I meant to be. Has that been to my detriment from some ways? Absolutely. But in other ways, I'm at peace with who God has called me to be. Are there people in your life that are asking you to be, to be, what you don't believe you're called to be? Are there people in your life that are close to you who are acting and speaking in ways that you don't believe you should? Maybe they're people who use language and they're people that you love, but they use language and they're influential over you. And so you end up using language like that too. Are, are you, are you uh, in, in, in the way you care and love are you taking your example from people who are selfish and want, or are you taking your example from people who are sacrificial? And the reason I talk about these today as we talk about living in victory is these are things that have to come out of our prayer. And, and, and as I've shared with you in the last couple of days, I feel very stirred that God is asking something of me, that God wants me to be refired as such, and the same with you to be refired, to be refired, to be the man, the woman that God is calling you to be. And the way we discover how to do this is in prayer. And you've got to pray. You've got to reflect about what God is doing. 
And just because someone who's successful, just because someone put a book out, just because someone put a movie out or a video out, just because someone is a good communicator, doesn't mean that what they're saying is correct. And many of us who are older are prone to listening. We all think it's the young, but it's not. It's the older people. We're prone to listening and we, and we develop habits and ways of thinking that are contrary to the gospel. Have a look at the fruit that the people who are in your life are bearing. Is it peace, love, joy, righteousness? Is it? Or is it other things that take you away from the man, the woman that God wants you to be? Today, if there was ever a day you needed to pray, today's the day you need to pray about the kind of person you are and about what fruit you are bearing. I haven't today, but I could go and give an entire message on, so what effect are you having on other people, not on what effect people are having on you, because that's another entire topic. Loving Father, we come before you today, and Lord, we ask that as we seek to be refined in you, to be the man, the woman you're calling us to be, Lord, where are there people in our life who's having influence in our life? Do we have to do what I did and walk away from the appearance of success because what it would require was me not being the person that you have called me to be. It doesn't matter what others have, but it's about being faithful to your calling. Where, Lord God, are you calling us to, to hold fast to what you've asked of us in our life? And Father, we ask this prayer in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. I appreciate this is a heavier message in the last few days, but I believe that's important for us if we are to grow spiritually into the person that God is calling us to be. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.